He who saves one life saves the world entire. And the most important life to save is your own. After all, it's the place where you have the most power. So join shadow worker and trauma therapist Laura Giles each week on It's Not You, It's Me. We'll uncover what's in shadow and learn the things you need so you can heal yourself, grow yourself, know yourself, love yourself, be yourself, and share yourself. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's time to drop the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. A healthy, abundant, connected life is an option. Choose it. Subscribe. And let's start manifesting it. What do you do in the meantime? Hi, I'm Laura Giles with Surviving to Thriving. Welcome to the podcast. And today I'm going to tell you eight things that you can do in the meantime. So the meantime is a space between this and that. It's liminal space. It's neither this nor that. And we're in that space right now in the week before and after spring as we transition into a new season. For example, the shore is in between a body of water and the land. A teenager is between childhood and adulthood. Death is a liminal space. It's the doorway between life in the physical form and life in the spiritual form. A bridge is the link between here and there. These are really powerful times to be aware of because the boundaries between things weaken, so liminal spaces become places of possibility. Anything can happen. Lots of people view this as scary so they can get stuck and not move forward make impulsive decisions just to avoid the uncertainty, or maybe keep going on the path they think they're supposed to be on and later end up somewhere they never wanted to be. This happened to me after grad school. Even though I really like school and I've always enjoyed learning, I hated grad school. I felt like I had no power and was underneath incompetent people who had too much control over my future. So when I graduated, the thought of getting a job was like asking me to step into that position again, and I wanted no parts of that. I was burnt out, and I needed a break. But three months into this hiatus, I knew I had to do something. I knew I wanted to be self-employed, so I was going to have to work in a supervised capacity to get my license. I decided that to be the captain of my own fate... I had to go through this. And as soon as I started working as a floating social worker in a psychiatric hospital, I knew I made the right choice. I was working when I wanted to. I loved rotating to, around to all the units. It gave me a lot of variety, growth, and no day was the same, which I liked. So if something wasn't to my liking, I could bear it because all my assignments were short term. So I got to do what I love doing in a way that I love doing it. And this is how I would invite you to move through your liminal space too. Pause, assess, and choose wisely. One way that a lot of people escape the uncertainty of liminal space is to get grounded, so that's your first thing. This is not a bad option. It's safe. If you're going to do something, it's good to start with your feet firmly on the ground. And once I processed the pain and burnout of grad school, I did that too. I don't think I could have moved on in a healthy way had I not done that. Another thing that people do is to go with what they know. In other words, they do what they've always done. Tradition is a really grounding and connecting thing. It helps us to feel that we belong. 
You're not likely to get in trouble with this route, but you may repeat mistakes and avoid growth. My whole grad school experience was about tradition. That's one of the things that made it so horrible for me. I've always been holistic in my approach to life and they were so old school. I felt like a square peg in a round hole. My professors pushed me towards a traditional path and I can tell you that had I gone the traditional route, I would have been absolutely miserable. It felt like doing what I was supposed to do and that wasn't working for me. Now I'm not saying that's not the right thing for you, just suggesting that you pause and reflect. Sometimes tradition is effective and sometimes it isn't. There's a time and place for everything. Another thing people do is research. Lots of people find comfort in data, gathering opinions and feeling like they either have the right answer or validation before moving forward. I like science and research, but I'm a gut kind of girl. I know what I know and I don't need science or third party verification before I can make a move, but lots of people do. Part of moving forward with integrity is knowing your process and honoring your process. The major opportunity that liminal space offers is transformation. Anything is possible here. It's possible to be eaten alive by the unknown. It's equal likely to become the greatest version of yourself that you've ever known. Maybe you've heard that the scientific idea of the universe is now that there isn't one universe or two, it's a multiverse where everything is possible. There's a version of you who is poor and one who is rich. There's a version of you who is childless and one who has children. One has a partner and the other one's single. Whatever possibility that you can imagine, it exists as potential. Now we're in that bubble of potential. So how does it feel? If you're not sensitive, you may not feel the energy at all, but you may notice things are more chaotic than before. So keep an eye open for that as the next two weeks pass. Notice synchronicities, that's number three. Four? We're on four. Synchronicities may be spiritual nudges to get you to pay attention to something that would be an interesting diversion from your usual path. Maybe it's a way for your unconscious desires to come to life. For example, if you really want to be free and explore, maybe you start ex to experience relationship issues or you get fired. Lean into that. Listen to your heart. Be honest. Sometimes our unconscious sets things up that our conscious mind won't, us, won't allow us to admit. So ultimately, we're fighting ourselves when we think we aren't getting what we want. For example, I facilitate past life regression and people often come to me searching for answers for why things are the way they are so that they can either change it or accept it. A lady once came to me wanting to know why she couldn't have kids. She wanted them so badly. Well, in her past life, she was horribly abused as a child by her father and didn't want to take a chance on having a child who would be abused by another man in that way. So she set up the childless future in her unconscious so that she wouldn't have to experience that or a child wouldn't have to experience that. And when she saw it for herself, it made total sense. Before that, I doubt there was anything anyone could have said to make her ever think that she had any power over that situation. We can be so committed to something or be so stuck in habit that we can't consider possibilities or see our own truth. So be open. Don't let fear send you grasping for habit, whatever has kept you safe so far or routine. This is a great opportunity to see and live your truth. It's really an invitation to jump from the airplane without a parachute because if you do it, there are no guarantees. Everything's possible. It's all up for grabs. 
But I believe that honesty and getting your unconscious and conscious to align allows us to live more intentional lives. We can feel more power and aliveness. And that's what liminal space is best for. Humans are eager to classify, label, and explain in order to feel a sense of control. If we know what's good and bad, we feel certain about our path ahead. If we know what's right or wrong, we can avoid judgment and gain approval, status, and love. When we give up this need for control and trust that we are one, everything is love, and we're part of the infinite intelligence that goes on forever, so there's absolutely nothing to fear, we have an opportunity for truth and incredible expansion. So think about how you move through thresholds. Do you rush through without even noticing? Do you make sure you have a firm direction of where you're going before you leave one room and enter another? Do you hang out in between? Some people linger in the in-between because they're afraid of making the wrong choice. So they stay in limbo, never moving forward. A lot of people measure relationships by length rather than quality. So the silver anniversary, the golden anniversary can look like an achievement. But if the couple have stayed together in a mediocre relationship because neither had the power to leave, would you call that a success? In a relationship where both people are indecisive, so it's a never-ending game of, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? They're always in the meantime rather than in the now. Doorways, bridges, stairways, waiting rooms, and hallways are all liminal spaces. These can be places of discovery, but most of us aren't present here. Our mind is on what's behind or what's in front, so they become missed opportunities. Uncertainty is typically uncomfortable, but if you can get comfortable with what's uncomfortable and embrace wholeness and possibility, you can begin to imagine what it's like to be limitless and boundless. Isn't that our natural state once we're out of the physical form? Wouldn't it be a good practice to play with that now? Death is a liminal space. We leave the physical form and face the unknown. And what do a lot of people do after that? Well, the known is what we just left. So they reincarnate and come right back thinking that they'll do it better next time around. And I can tell you as a past life regression facilitator that we don't do it any better. We fall right back asleep and do the same thing that we did before. If you want to live consciously, not out of habit or fear, use this time to practice mindfulness. Humans are liminal creatures. We're hybrids of heaven and earth. Life is a liminal space between birth and death. It's all uncertain. We're kidding ourselves if we think it's not, so embrace it. Another thing you can do is be curious. Liminal space offers opportunity. Instead of saying, why, ask why not. Instead of saying, I can't, imagine that you can. Instead of saying, that's not me, wonder what if it were. Push the limits. Expand. That's what liminal space is for, preparing you for the next thing. Do you journal? If not, it's a great time to start. Meditation and the space between the waking and sleeping gives us great opportunities for inspiration and carrying ideas from one of the other realms to our physical reality. But these ideas are fleeting. Write them down. Write down your observations. Something magical happens when an idea flows from the brain to paper. It's as if the idea moves from a space of potential to something solid where it can be recalled, digested, and used as a tool to create something. If you're not journaling, you're leaving all that juicy goodness behind instead of cultivating it. 
what we pay attention to increases. So if you're giving life to your intuition, you'll have more of it. So capture your insights by writing them down. I've said this before, but we are groomed to go against our nature. We're born curious, alive creatures who explore and imagine. A sponge can be a creature from outer space, a baby, or a pouch for carrying gold. A paper bag can be a mask, or a briefcase full of money. When we're told to stop kidding around, it's a paper bag. The world becomes black and white, good or bad, and boring. Is that where you want to live? Right now, the northern hemisphere is becoming alive with life. Flowers are blooming, trees are budding, birds are returning, frogs are singing, and possibilities abound. What do you want to do with all that? Is spring 2023 going to pass you by without you even seeing it? Is spring 2023 going to be the same as spring 2022? Come on, where's your courage? Think back to when you were five years old. Let yourself be that little, open, curious, fearless thing again. Imagine that someone gives you two choices. You can take the blue pill and everything remains the same. You have predictability, stability, and life as you know it. Or you can take the red pill and nothing is the same. Everything is limitless, including you. And all the fairy creatures exist. And all the superheroes could be you. And travel to other worldly realms is as far away as your mind. Which do you want? It's all available right now. For these two weeks, the week before spring and the week after, everything is more possible because the veil between the realms is weak. Did you know there's a whole lot that we can't see because our eyes are limited to a narrow range of light? Yeah. Now imagine that that expands by just 10%. What else is out there that we don't even know about? Or think about all the creatures in the oceans and the jungles we haven't heard of before. Maybe there's a two-headed sloth or a fire-breathing snail. Or we don't even have to get that crazy. What about vultures? There's some really insane creatures. If we just explored the wonder of the things that we do know about, our brains would just explode. Are you willing to live in that wonder? Are you willing to burst with the love and light that you are? Think about going into or staying in your box. Boxes are for people who are afraid. You can't be all that you are if you're afraid. That's what the call to adventure is about, getting you to expand, grow, and break out. If you're intrigued but don't know where to start, well, I've given you eight ideas already for exploring the meantime. To get grounded, go with what you know, research, linger, notice synchronicities, be curious, and journal. Self-hypnosis is another tool for exploration and expansion. Lucid dreaming is another fantastic one, but you have to know how to lucid dream first, and not everyone can do that. Do all these things actively. Don't sit back passively and wait for something to happen. Use your lucid dreaming to find answers or to create pathways to what you want. Journal your way to a dynamite relationship or to find your dream home. I recently did a podcast about abundance and said that you can't just think about something and expect it to land on you. You have to do something. Engaging with the energy and phoning in your order is an example of what I mean. If you're clear on the outcome and then let go of the details, you're more likely to get it. Have you ever watched those medium shows where the medium is saying something like, I'm here with your friend whose name starts with M. She died two years ago. She had an impact to her chest or something like that. And the person has this confused look like, I don't know who you're talking about. 
And the friend next to them says, it's your sister Maxine. She died in a car accident and her chest was crushed by the steering wheel. Nothing could be clear, but meanwhile, the person who the message is for is still dazed and confused. If you aren't open to receive what shows up when it's not exactly what you want in the way that you want it, you can miss it. And now, when everything is possible, and just after that wacky full moon that created all that space, you may just miss it. So pay attention. One of the things that I'm seeing is that some people don't know how to move forward because it requires safety, doesn't it? That's what the whole winter season has been about, establishing a firm foundation, stability, and all that earth energy stuff. I saw a statistic that said only 50% of people grew up with secure attachment. And if you have that, creating safety and stability is easy for you. This means for half of us, it isn't. How do you do that when you don't know what that is? If your household was chaotic, people yell at each other, you don't have any boundaries, there's no respect, and you get cursed at, hit, or abused in other ways, how would you trust that you can be vulnerable? How could you trust your own thoughts and feelings? I'm finding out that our online community is a really valuable resource for that. It's truly a sanctuary where you aren't going to be judged for having a different opinion. You aren't going to be ridiculed for having a quirky interest. You could even be totally boring, and that's okay too. If you know who you are, moving through liminal space is easier. If you have people who have your back, it's a gift because you can use this opportunity to launch into something great. So if you're feeling the pinch of being in the meantime and need a sanctuary to help navigate it, come on over to the sanctuary. It's free. And happy almost spring. Flying with nature through the sacred wheel is the most natural thing in the world. Thanks for joining me as I share one aspect of it each week. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, I invite you to do that and share it with someone who might resonate with it. Ciao. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help the podcast thrive, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Laura Giles, you can follow her on all her socials at Laura Giles 804. See you next time.